Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyce and Mario Tirabasi. Fresh off my trip from Disney. Man, was that fun. Saw Mickey, so tan. Oh, Mickey and Donald and the whole gang. What a blast. Went on all the rides. Oh, such a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful trip that I definitely just got back from. Thanks for joining us. We're going to take a look ahead today at the free agent class that has all of Chicago and basically all of the NHL salivating the 2024 NHL free agent class. And fellas, as we're looking towards this upcoming 2022-23 Hawks season and probably more so the draft that follows, uh, if the Hawks end up getting Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli or or, uh, to a lesser extent, Mitch Cobb, because he's a few years away, Fantilli and Bedard, two guys that can certainly accelerate the Hawks' rebuild, and they got them for a year. That 2024 free agent class looks like somewhere they can kind of reload and get back to competition really, really fast. Yeah, and and yeah. if things go according to plan, and I don't see any reason why not, the Blackhawks should have a ton of cap space to go out and get whoever the heck they want. Um Tyler Johnson contract will be gone mm-hmm. one way or the other. It will be expired. Um, you know, you won't have $21 million wrapped up in Kane and Taves anymore. You know, the, who knows? There could be none of that here. You could still have eight to $9 million just in Patrick Kane, but you're going to have a lot of cap space. Uh, I don't like, there's going to be a lot of stuff gone uh, off mm-hmm. the books. So, you know, when it comes to, we'll get into this list here. If they want to get the top guys, they will be the players in the game. Because hopefully they have a counter Bernard or an Adam Fentilli to say, hey, look, we've got this kid already here. We got Frank Nazar. We got Kevin Korczynski. We've got all these kids coming up. This is the place to be. All we need is you to put us over the top. Play in Chicago. Live in Chicago. Yes, you're playing for an original 16, but the pressure to win in Chicago compared to other NHL markets, it's really not there. It's not like you can come to Chicago, be a superstar in the Blackhawks and still kind of have that like privacy that you wouldn't get in a Toronto or a Montreal or New York. Um, very attractive setting. I think a very attractive landing spot for some of these guys in two years, at least I hope so. Maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but uh, <laughs> delicious Kool-Aid. Greg, I think you're right. I think like as you, as you're an NHL free agent, Chicago really is the ultimate destination because it's an original six team, but you're still able to have some level of anonym anonymity, like That's walking through privacy. town. I can't say that word. Yeah. I, it, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, sure. Like Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane probably can't walk down Michigan Avenue on a normal day, but maybe like, 
I don't know. I, I I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Jonathan Taves could walk from you know Michigan and Wacker to Michigan and uh, Madison and not be recognized. Like there's a distinct possibility for that. Austin Matthews so. walking through like from the Space Needle to the Air Canada Center. Uh, there's my two Toronto references. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's even walkable. Uh, not gonna happen. Yeah. Right. Like that. that he's not. He's gonna get mobbed as soon as he steps out of his house. But I think you've got organizationally an organization that Kyle Beach acknowledged uh, treats their players very well. Um, you know, it's a first class operation in terms of like uh, the creature comforts that players get in comparison to some others. Uh, again, uh, 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 original six team, great city, g- good hockey fans, uh, not obsessed though. It's, it is an attractive destination, assuming that two years into the rebuild at this point, the Hawks will still be on the right track as we think they are now. And uh, some guys have stepped up and taken, maybe Lucas Reichel has become one of the league's better you know, young players. And all of a sudden, just like Brian Campbell did in uh, 2009, yeah, summer of 09, took a look at the Hawks and said, hmm, interesting. You could see that with somebody mm-hmm. like Austin Matthews. Now, the question is with Matthews specifically, is there any way? Toronto just doesn't make him that, I, that he gets to free agency. Yeah, yeah. like that's I don't know. I, their cap I think that's hasn't more on great, Matthews than on Toronto. Toronto will offer him the world, the sun, and the, the sun and the moon. But you've they don't win a cup this year. He might be like, I'm done with this crap. I can't, you know, I can't do anything right. I'm gonna get the pressure here is insurmountable. This team craps itself every year like i want to actually go win and hey come to chicago where if you don't win a stanley cup no one's going to send you death threats like people just gonna be like oh well you tried hard we'll get them next year you know outside of a few eggs on twitter um with one follower but you know they're everywhere but i think it's up to matthew but you got to look at this list toronto has an issue because they've got both Austin Matthews and William Nylander hitting UFA in the same summer, and there's no way both of those guys are staying in Toronto. Well, I mean, I, I go back to this summer yeah. where Calgary said, we're going to move, what did they say? We're going to move heaven and earth to keep Johnny Gaudreau, and now he's a Blue Jacket, right? Like, it's right. just... Uh, it's still up to the player. It is up to the mm-hmm. player, and I think we are seeing just sports in general where, and I think this is a good thing, to be clear, where players are more like, instead of the loyalty to the franchise, they're saying, what's the best thing for me and my family, mm-hmm. right? And maybe you're right. For Austin Matthews, being in Toronto and bearing the brunt of the crushing expectations of, of that organization every year that goes by that they don't win a cup. What was your last cup? 64? Seven. 67. 67. Yeah. So, um, you know, every year that goes by, the pressure gets worse and worse. And, yeah, if they don't win one this year, or next, Austin Matthews is going to be the guy that's going to take the blame. Nylander's already that, right? He's they already that guy. can't stop he bagging was, on, on Nylander. He, he was yeah. that guy. Then he played good, and then it was Marner that took the turn of being the reason they can't win. Now and it's the goalie. And it's, it's some everybody gets a turn. Every, everyone, yeah, everybody gets one. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think Nylander's as good as gone. Maybe the Hawks Unless complete they the. Can't, they complete you, the Neilander trifecta. Yeah, hey, I mean, <laughs> had everybody else. Yeah. You know. I, William is William is not his uh, not his brother, but um, I think when it when it comes to Matthews in Toronto, 
I think one thing the Leafs might do is to entice him or or even lock him in is uh, give him the old C because they were going to do that. Yeah, I think that was I think that was going to happen. Then and he then literally Tavares. showed showed his whole ass in this offseason. Oh, and uh, they were like, hey, John Tavares, you want to wear this? Yeah. And um, so they brought in Tavares and, and 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 made him the captain there. But I don't think it's a uh, it's it's anything against Tavares as a leader and as a person. We've seen, you know, we've seen captaincies change hands on teams where both players, the new one and the old one are still there. Um, you know, San Jose has done that a number of times. Um, but I, I feel like the Leafs see Matthews as the face of the franchise, clearly. Um, and I think him not being the captain uh, is uh, it matters to some people. Um, but I think making him the captain as he's like transitioning to, hey, like you're also going to be a free agent. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, I think that might be a move that they make to kind of. uh play a little play a little put a little yeah. of, the, of the game in the negotiation process and be like you're really going to be the captain of the maple leafs to walk away from toronto yeah negotiating gonna... in public yeah, yeah. yeah. right like, hey, right hey we made him captain and he still left town screw this guy you yeah know, like right. the islanders and then the and tavares yeah <laughs> by the way tavares is a free agent the next year so if they're looking to make space for matthews and they want to give him that c John Tavares at that time will be 34 years old with one year left as a free agent. That's a movable deal. If you eat half that deal and ship Tavares out to make room for Matthews. You can't it, trade away the guy that slept in Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs bed sheets <laughs> as a kid. That's just the optics, man. Optics. I slept in Star yeah. Wars bed sheets and I have not been named a Jedi yet. I still sleep yet. in Star Wars bed sheets. I, 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 you guys, I just got back from Disney and I'm not a Jedi. So Man, I don't know tough. when it's going to happen. Well, that's, a, you, that's a tough trip. You, 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 you should have paid that extra $7,000 to get this. Jedi yeah, you're right. You're right. It should have. Um, so it's not, just, but look, the free Austin Matthews is the dream, right? But as we go through this list of it's other available fish. free agents, it's, it's really solid. Now there's a lot of good consolation prizes. I'm yeah. looking at spot rack, which is the worst named website of all time. And Sport the creator track? of Spot Rack has acknowledged to me that it is the worst named uh, website of all time because I I, t I DM'd him once and said, "Hi, um, we talk about your website a lot. So how do we say it correctly?" And he said, "It's Spot Rack and it's terrible." So acknowledged. Why? Did they say why it's Spot Rack? No. He's like, it's, it's one of my big regrets. I'm like, well, I always thought it was Sport Track. Nope. There's no R. Me too. Until S P O T R A C. Oh, yeah, there is no R in there. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have that site on as well. Uh, my screen as well. Mm, okay. So Matthews, this all is all sorted by the cap hit. I have, so, I have cap, I have cap friendly for those uh, wonder, wondering at home. You're better off probably, but Austin Matthews at the top. <laughs> then you've got Anze Kopitar who will be 37 at that time. Steven Stamkos who will be almost 35 at that time. Probably not the best fit for the Blackhawks. Uh, for no, agent wise, no. how about 26 year old Sebastian Ajo? Yes, oh man. As a consolation prize. Hello. I mean, I might even be like, if we've got Bedard, maybe Ajo's the better fit than Matthews. You know, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, I'm not discouraging Bedard and Matthews on the same team, no way. But I, 
I, as I far think, as puzzle pieces, Aho might be a better fit than than Matthews. I think what's a what we should do is is also acknowledge that with all these players that are going to be on this list that are in their mid twenties, you got to also think like which teams are actually going to let these guys get to free agency. But as Some it stands now, never, right. this is what the free agency class looks we, like. We, we should have prefaced we are in fantasy land right now. Yeah. Jay just returned <laughs> from fantasy land and he remains in fantasy land for this <laughs> for this podcast. Like chances are Sebastian Ajo probably will never see free agency. But if he does, yeah, yeah. the Blackhawks should be jumping over. One funny thing, just to touch on the Maple Leafs again, we mentioned we you mentioned Steven Stamkos is going to be a free agent that that summer as well so you know that could be that could be the storyline there they lose austin matthews but we finally got steven Stamkos <laughs> seven years at, later at the end of his uh, career him, him and his bed sheets are back in toronto and eric lindros we signed as well to, to finally get him after all these years by the way i'm looking at this list when did matt zuccarello hyphenate his name i saw that too i'm a little weirded out by that matt I, zuccarello austin i think it's a-a-s-e-n that's cool. Yeah, I don't know where that's coming from. I've never seen that before. Oh, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, I'm looking at it's spot rack and Matt Zuccarello, who will be a 37 year old free agent in 2024. His name is now hyphenated Matt Zuccarello Asen or Asan A A S E N. Weird. I don't know. Maybe that's something he's doing this year as if the name on the back of his jersey isn't long enough just to spite the jersey maker. Oh, man. I got to get four more characters in here, five more characters He's in here. Not hyphenated here on cap. Front. That's Maybe that's just his legal name, and it's how it's entered in a Maybe. contract or something. Could be. Could yeah. be, yeah. Other names on this list, uh, 35-year-old uh, Jacob Voracek. No, Blake Wheeler will be 38. Uh, we Ooh. mentioned William Nylander, who will only be 28 at that point, which is crazy. I mean, he's been playing since he was 18. Seriously. But, um, yeah. Elias Pedersen from Vancouver, another really intriguing name. Um, and our good buddy, see him getting there. just There's shy some... of his 40th birthday, Brent Seabrook. Yes. <laughs> One there more it shift. is. One more shift. There it is. <laughs> well, I, but and, and all honestly that, you know, what's going to happen. The same thing that they would host is his contract is going to sign the one day contract, come back, have the big ceremony. And then they announce the dual. They're going to double retirement, double retire his number. Yep. Just like I mean, we said he, last week. You know what? Yeah, it wouldn't he, shock he could... me if they traded for his deal sometime soon. And just took really? it off the hand. Why not? They got cap space. Take it off the hands of the lightning. Get an asset back for it. Yeah, but the lightning likes it for the L the, the, the they need the LTIR. Yeah, it helps them. They're better off with it than they are without it. It helped. Yeah, it, they they've perfected the cap circumvention. So if he's off the roster completely, it's less valuable than if he's there on LTIR. How much time you got? No, it's all right. <laughs> short answer. It's, it's so convoluted. Short, complicated, uncomplicated answer that you don't need a master's degree in math to figure out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because it, it, it's. Yeah. That's fine. There's a reason those contracts get traded for. Uh, I don't know exactly what it yeah. is. I can't explain it. We only have an hour. It's, but, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be fun to have. It would be fun to talk to uh, to one of the people at, at uh, Cap Friendly like and just be like, "Here's here's all of the questions we've ever had," and then we'll ask them and have them answered, and then the show will end, and we'll be like, "I forgot. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> I, still, I, I have no nothing. idea how this, how this <laughs> stuff <Well>, works." <laughs> what's great? What's great about Cap Friendly is they have uh, their they basically have like 
all of that information on their site. Um, they have, you know, uh, CBA uh, questions, buyout questions, LTIR questions, offer sheet, que- like all the things like and and it's, you know, not trying to pump the tires of, of cap friendly. Oh, you should. They have they have a lot of uh, a lot of there. info when it's you're there. A, I've, when... And, I've, and I've tried to read it and I read it and I'm like, I have no well, idea because it because it reads like a like a legal document. But yeah, yeah it's, it's it's so like maybe having a guy on to like explain it in layman terms and be able to ask follow up questions to would be explain a, this a to me show. like I'm five because I am. Yeah. Uh, didn't the, the founder of Cap Friendly, Dominic name is escaping me. Mm. Was was a short employee of the Blackhawks recently? Co one of the co-founders, yeah, 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 for yeah. like a few months. You know, you're good said... when your website you started like as a fan um, has become a resource for the executives around the league because it's that well, how, good and that accurate. How how many how many people who have done sites like this or or you know analytics people have ended up being like, hey, I have to shut down the site because uh, I just got hired by the hurricane. <laughs> Isn't Kyle you know, Dubas like... one of those guys? <laughs> Is he? I don't know. I, I don't know if so. it was. Uh, what was, was the other natural? What was the other site that natural was, Statric? That one's still going. Still, oh, it's still going. But there right. was one that I used a lot that that shut down because the guy got hired by an NHL team. Um, was it Time it was, Ice or it was a uh, uh, General Fanager? Maybe. Yeah, because that was the it. one after Cap Geek. Because Cap Geek was was the was the cap friendly. And then right. the and then the creator uh, died, right? Was that yes. the one? And then and then General Fanager became like the next site that like was like this. I think and another. That, and then Corsica that guy got hired. Was another site, Corsica. Yeah, yeah. Cor- 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 Corsica, yeah, Corsica was another was site another that one. I think the guy that was running that was like, "Sorry, deuces, I got an NHL. I job. got a job." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I-, I was wrong, by the way. Dubis was an agent. He was the youngest ever agent certified by the NHLPA. Okay. And then was hired by the Leafs. So well, good go. for him. <laughs> nice. Should have traded a first pick for uh, Mark Andre Fleury. <laughs> Jackass. Um, all right, Anyways. another name on this list that just has me um, really ready to go. Uh, Tavo Teravainen, <laughs> age yeah, age twenty nine point eight. <laughs> at that point, home. bring him home to finish off his career and be a, a leader for the young Blackhawks. Yes, please sign me up. Interesting. I mean, that. that's. Carolina's got Tavo and Aho, yeah, free agents at the mm-hmm. same time. Mm. Aho might years be expendable. That's a, yeah. a decision. It's a decision to make. Wrong or right from or right <laughs> or wrong from the past to bring us back our Tavo. Let him full circle, begin and start and finish his career with a Stanley Cup in Chicago. Looking a little bit further down this list for for Carolina, they also have Brett Pesci and Brady Shea. Needing new they're, contracts, they're they're, gonna, they're they're hoping for that major jump in cap space to come before yeah. twenty twenty four or a yeah, cup they before are. then, or yeah, yeah, or a cup. Wow, yeah, they've got some issues. Yeesh, uh, yeesh, John Waddell has got some issues coming, um, making people itchy in mm-hmm. Carolina. That's for sure. Uh, Tavo would be another dream dream uh, guy. I, I think that uh, one of the, another name that kind of jumped out to me is kind of in the same boat as a Tavo. He's going to be just shy of 30 when he hits free agency, but as a guy that just can score goals, that's Jake Gunsel. It'll be a free agency yep. uh, of that. Mm, and that wouldn't be a, that would be a guy that for a team that's ready to take that next step, which hopefully the Hawks are entering the 24, 25 season. 
that's the kind of guy that under the radar Patrick Sharp kind of guy that and always that use a goal scorer would be an amazing secondary scorer on on a he's I mean that's what he's been playing behind Sidney Crosby and and Malkin but as those guys have gotten older and missed more time he's become he's become the go-to guy yeah. there and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a guy that I wouldn't mind throwing a few bucks at if you know Matthews and Aho just aren't available that could be your you know your 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 dream guys are Matthews and Aho those are your tier elite tier and tier, then you get tier the one next tier and then, then that's when you start looking at the Nylanders and Gunsel and or Gensel uh, and uh, Tavo. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah. I'm looking to it, it defenseman here. Uh, Yoka Haru in 2024 will only be 25 years old. And, and he'll be. Rasmus Dahlin is only 24. But are those. Are those unrestricted? They, they yep. made those guys are still are they UFAs or they RFAs? Uh, let, me, uh, let me make sure I got okay, my. Cool. Yeah, I have my list that's separated at just UFAs. Just UFAs. Oh yeah. no, I'm sorry. Yokohara will be an RFA. My bad. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. I'm. I because I, I was seeing that too, and I I needed to make sure I got only UFAs here. I think another name I would put in that elite tier with Matthews and uh, Aho. We, we mentioned him briefly. Uh, is Elias Pettersson, uh, the the great young player in Vancouver, but he might be an RFA too. He's an RFA. Yeah, he's not. Never yeah. mind. Just for, I'd offer him, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I right, don't think right. he's a guy that's hitting free agency. Even if he was a UFA, uh, Vancouver has got cap space to keep him happy for a long time. I think one of the one of the really interesting things, um, kind of going back to what you said, Jay, about you know Chicago being a, a, a destination team. One of the really interesting things about this this Blackhawks roster as it's currently constructed and as we're talking about the summer of 2024 going into the 24-25 season there's only three players on this current roster that are under contract for the 24-25 season and or beyond Jake McCabe, Connor Murphy, Seth Jones one of or both of McCabe and Murphy might not be still on this team by 24-25 and of roster players who you're are like of consequence that would need like like extensions. The really the only one I'm looking at on this list is like Lucas Reichel. Like it's just like sure, like Mackenzie Entwistle, like like yeah. some of these some of these more depth guys, but like the only one that I could really see having like a jump where you're like, ooh, that second contract or that next contract's gonna be gonna be a big deal, could be Reichel, but again, it's like could be the flexibility and just kind of like blank canvas that the Blackhawks have theoretically going into what will be the summer of 2024 is insane. So when you look at, so when you look at like this free agent list, they may, they may be like, yeah, sure. Matthews, Aho, like these guys are like the big fishes, but the Blackhawks might be in a position to kind of look at the middle tiers of, of this, uh, of this free agent class and be like, we could get, someone like Tavo and Gensel or like Gensel and like Noah Hannafin. Who, who am I looking at? Yeah. yeah, Noah Hannafin. Someone like an Elias Lindholm. And a, like like they could get some of the uh, uh, two or three of these middle tier guys without, you know, quote unquote, breaking the bank and being like, here's, here's an influx of these proven veterans who are going to make a difference. 
while these young guys have, yeah. have now transitioned up the roster. Like the Blackhawks theoretically could sign a second line in a second pair. Like, yeah, the, the, realistically, I mean, that's of getting one Austin Matthews. We can completely get a second line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that For is the same how, price. Like, because we're looking at we, we've t- done this before. Like, who are the Hawks that actually matter that are on the roster right now? There's like it's looking, not a lot looking down the line. There's not like this will be a, Seth this Jones, will be a fun like, game to play when the Hawks make the playoffs again. Hopefully not in 10 years like our guy Corey promised <laughs> last year, but hopefully in four year or whatever it is the fun game to do is going to be go back and like let's look at that 2022 23 roster and and laugh Mm kind of like cub fans do like fans yeah holy crap look at that 2014 roster or 2013 (laughs) roster it was it was just um, um, so yeah there aren't they're outside of reichel and jones and and i'm not even you know we can't even based on what we've seen the last two months we can't use an ink pen saying Lucas Reichel is going to be here beyond this contract. It's true. I mean, yeah, very good point, Mario. Like, like yeah, we want Matthews. We want Aho, but Kyle Davidson could be going, screw it. I'm going to fill out half my roster that summer with mm-hmm. really good players. Look, there, there's a reason and they can. There's a reason it looks like it does. Right. And right. Exactly. And, and if we're, and, and we've praised Kyle Davidson for his foresight and his vision here. And maybe he's looking a couple years ahead, which is a crazy concept in Chicago. But uh, he's saying, do I want to have Alex to bring it at a million or 11 million in two years with a long eight year contract, whatever? Or do I want to give 13 Austin Matthews in two years? That's right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like those and, are the sort and, of things where at the moment you're like, what are you doing? He's 24. He's a stud. He's going to be. Who would you rather have in 2024, Austin Matthews or Alex Dabrinkit? And that yeah. is a real yeah. cal- that's a real calculation that Kyle Davidson has probably done. And look, he can't go and say my plan is to sign Austin Matthews. That's foolish <laughs> because, like we said, there's a percentage chance, probably a high percentage chance, he never even gets to free agency. But the plan is look at all these guys who might be available. I'm willing to gamble and think that I can sign a player or two uh, that I think are is better than Alex Dabrinkit will be in two years. And that will be the face of my franchise going forward. Like all these things are on the table when you're not planning year to year, like he who shall not be named did for so long. Right. Right. We could we can even take this a step further and say, maybe if 2024 is not, he doesn't get that big splash. You carry over 2025, three guys jump off of that class. 2025, summer 2025, the Hawks are going to be another year on, maybe ready to take that next step. Step Here are three guys that will be available that summer. A 29-year-old Leon Dreisaitl, mm. a 28-year-old Mitch Marner, mm. and a 28-year-old Miko Rantanen. Okay. Mm. So, like, yes, there is some actual freaking vision being used here, and it is so damn refreshing. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm getting giddy just having this discussion and that's stuff that's theoretically three years from now that may never happen. But just the idea that when we get to that point, if those guys are there, the Hawks are going to be players for them. Look, it's- like we can sit there and dream and say, Oh yeah, that would be great. If the this is a real thing that could, the Hawks will be players for these guys for all the reasons we just listed. And they'll actually have the funds to outbid anybody they want and they can get creative. I think Kyle mm-hmm. Davidson with a guy like Jeff Greenberg 
and his staff could Good have point. the chance to get really creative on how to make it worthwhile, um, you know, and, and give them things that other teams can't give them. So yeah. it's, it's exciting to think about this stuff. It could be Brian Campbell and Marion Hosa back-to-back summers again. It's mm-hmm. happened before. Why can't well, it happen now? Or 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 more. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, we don't know where the cap situation is going to be. We could get that big jump that they they've been telling us about that carrot and the stick thing that they've been <laughs> had for us for the years. But supposedly it's coming soon. Um, it'd be you know it'd be it'd be the the tinfoil hats will come out if the, the salary cap jumps ten million the year Toronto is trying to resign Austin Matthews and yeah, William Nylander. Of course, the conspiracy theorists like myself will go crazy if that happens. <laughs> That's for damn sure. This is the first full weekend of NFL action. The Bears play the 49ers on Sunday. Jump on to points bet right now and start placing your wagers. That is the best way to help us here at CHGO continue to grow. Download the points bet app. Use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only will you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but you make that $51 or more first-time deposit and you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. We obviously recommend the CHGO Blackhawks shirt, but you've got the QB1 Bears design, the CHGO uh, Bears script design, which I love. That's one of my favorites. I've been wearing that all week. Jump on this offer. Any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll get you squared away. And in case you missed it, Online signup is available now in Illinois. You can download the app right now and register from start to finish all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book easier than ever. So you can start living your bet life in seconds. What are you waiting for? The NFL is here. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And that's right. Football season is upon us. That means... Hockey season, basketball season, just around the corner. So are the MLB playoffs. And if you want to get yourself some of the best gear around the show to support of your favorite fall sport teams, please go visit our friends over at Focal because they got you covered from Soldier Field to the United Center all the way to the office. They've got hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. So get decked out like future Blackhawk Austin Matthews will be <laughs> into the summer of 2024. Get all your apparel from the leaders in sports, merch, and collectibles. Foco, that's F-O-C-O dot com. Go visit them and then use the promo code CHGO for 10% off all non-pre-sale items. That's Foco, F-O-C-O dot com. Check them out for all your favorite sports gear and collectibles. You know what would be amazing about Austin Matthews if he ended up signing in Chicago? You would have probably four of the top five American-born players ever play for your franchise. You've got Kane, Chelios, Ronick, and Matthews <laughs> all playing as Blackhawks. Uh, that would be quite a thing. I, I know there's like Brett Holes in the con- There's other people in the conversation. Mike Madonna, I'm doing the hand job mechanic <laughs> to the end via Zoom. Uh, but, you know. Ranking motion. I think Kane is the best ever to me, American-born yeah. player. I think Wherever Austin Matthews finishes up his career, I think when it's said and done, he will probably uh, leapfrog Patrick Kane. Um, he's got to he's got to win a cup 
to be part of the conversation. Um, but if you're just looking at yeah. like numbers and overall achievement uh, statistically, I think Matthews will pass Kane. But that's, um, that's how fun would that point. be? That's a selling point hitting free agency. That's got to be like, hey, we're going to like take pride that you're an American and we're going to shove it in everybody's faces. <laughs> yeah, right, against right. you. <laughs> Unlike your current Canadian overlords, we will celebrate the fact that you were born in America. Mm -hmm. And hey, guys named guys wearing number 34. That's a pretty popular number here in Chicago. It's been okay. Like we'll put you we'll put you up in the same echelon as Walter freaking Payton. Like that doesn't mean <laughs> anything to you, Austin, because you weren't alive when he played. <laughs> yeah. But that is a big deal for the guys, the fat guys in the 300 level who will be paying your salary. So let's let's make this happen. Was Austin Matthews alive when Walter Payton passed away? I don't God, even know. Don't do what, he passed me. away, what, 2000s? I was in college, so it was before 2001. Austin Matthews was born... 2000... He was born in 97, yeah, so he okay. was alive. Oh, okay, Walter Payton. okay. Yeah. Right. I want to say right. 99 or 2000 was Walter Payton. I, I was a kid. Yeah, we know. Uh, yeah. He died in 1999. <laughs> yeah, okay. so he was two. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, Join Walter Payton. Anyways, yeah, Wood. yeah. And Jim Dowd as the best 34s in Chicago. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Nice. You know what's uh what's really interesting? We talked, you know, we talked about Blackhawks having basically like a blank canvas to to work with with this 20 uh, summer of 24 class. Um goaltending. Yes, Drew Camezzo is likely the, the the future as it stands right now in net. You look at some of these goaltenders that could potentially hit the market. Uh, there's some interesting names, uh, most notably Connor Hellebuck and Ilya Sororkin. And I don't know, that's that's interesting to me. I, now, again, caveat, both of these guys might not uh, hit the market. But if one or both did, you know, I don't know how long we, we'll have to wait in the development path of, of Drew Camezzo to be an NHL regular, um, which continues to be kind of his path. As as many you know, prospect and draft analysts kind of you know come to a consensus that he should get into the NHL and 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 have a decent NHL career. But if you're still waiting on him or he's not ready to be like your legit number one starter, whatever it needs to be, Blackhawks could look at an at, at guys like like a Sororkin or a Hellebuck or uh, that's pretty much the top of the class. But they could have an option like that and say here's our starter to, to help move forward and, and or potentially put us over the top to being, okay, we're no longer like a fringe playoff team or whatever. Again, optimism out the, out the ass, but you know, we're now we're going to be a real contender. So I, I, that's, that's a position that it's not deep in, in as far as, you know, the, the forward players, the defensive players, because you're looking at Matt Murray, Hellebuck and Sororkin, Peter Morazic, uh, who will be a Blackhawk, <laughs> um, Chris uh, Dridier, uh, Prabal Fanso, Mark Andre Fleury will be a free agent uh, at the ripe old age of thirty nine. Um, but other than that, it's just like ugh, it's what? not the it's not the deepest class. The next year, Igor Shesterkin. Yep. Look at twenty nine. Yeah, Igor Shosturkin's 20. So to kind of further your point, Mario, if you get to 25 and you're like, well, we don't know still about Camesso if he turns out, you know, yeah. not the guy, 
You just mentioned Igor Shesterkin, the best goalie in the world this past season, was a Hart Trophy finalist. That t- tells you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yushi Saros is also a free agent in 25 at 30 years old. And that's that's that would be a double whammy because not only are you helping your team, but you're also uh, screwing over <laughs> taking your away rival as well. Taking so away that's a from two for one there. So options. Yes, I know where we kind of like have the blinders on and Drew Kermesso, but listen, goalies are weird. Goalies take a long time. Drew Kermesso is a nice prospect, definitely has a potential, but by 24. By 2024, by 2025, we could have been moved on. Maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe he is the guy ready to take the starter, or maybe he's a guy that we're like, well, we were wrong. You've got some options there too, mm-hmm. and you've got some money to get it done. So, like, we kind of ignore the goalie position um, because of guys like Austin Matthews and Sebastian Ajo, but you're you're 100% right, Mario, that that, that could be an issue for in two years from now. Who knows where Drew Camesso is in his development? Who knows right. goalies are where so- Arvid Soderblom is in his development? You can't mm-hmm. you can't pencil in goalies ever because they're just so yeah. bizarre. They, they were yeah. they look like they're great guys, great players, and then the next season they they look like they've never been on ice skates before. Right. I mean, yeah, look what it, happened to Kevin Lincoln. And we were ready to anoint Kevin Lincoln in the goalie of the future at the end of the 21 season. And the next year it was like, holy crap, we can't put this guy on the ice. They are very hard to predict. And, um, and they take time. Like, you know, you talk about like a 29 or 30 year old free agent. And I think a that's lot of prime. people would be like, yeah, I don't know if I'm really interested in that. But for goalies, that's not that's not that old. You know, like, Crawford was 27 when he finally got a full time NHL job. Yeah, I mean, two years younger than Igor Shesterkin will be when. So Corey Crawford was winning Stanley Cups at twenty nine and thirty, right? And so Crawford played one, two, three, four, like five five minor league seasons, all the seasons in the minor. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and yeah, he had like you know he had two starts, five starts, one start, but you know he did not become the full time starter until and it's funny like we think about the the cup era and feel like it feels like Crawford was always there well, he he was not he was you know not not really the the bona fide starter until the year after they won the cup and they wanted Marty Turco to be that guy yeah he well, yeah <laughs> the only reason he got the full time start and job in 2010 2011 was cuz Marty Turco great guy bad yeah bad goalie yeah. at mm-hmm. that year so he he wasn't even in the plans to be the starter that year. It just kind of worked out, but that's not, I mean, the Hawks kind of had a tradition like that because Antti Niemi wasn't projected to be the full-time guy in 2010. Right. And then Christian Bauhue, uh forgot how to play hockey also for a sucked. while there, and he got the job. Man, I was well, so excited for Turco. Like, oh man, th- this dynamic Hawks nutter adding this puck-moving goalie. He's going to finish the season with like 10 assists. <laughs> oh my God, it's so bad. Well, the Turco puck was moved like, around him. Yeah. I moved around him a lot. Unfortunately, (laughs) right behind him half the time. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. (laughs) Well, and there was there was a discussion in the 2013 season about Crawford or Emery who should start the playoffs in the Stanley Cup final. People were wanting Ray Emery after that game was a game five, the crazy six to five yeah game but the hawks won they w- oh and people my God. still wanted ray emery to start game six drives me crazy this story you just like yeah. relit the, re-lit the whole the glove side <laughs> thing oh Corey crawford he's undependable yeah he still beat the other guy by one goal what about the six goals that rask allowed right right but rask is like up on this 
freaking pedestal. Why? Because he was letting goals in from multiple sides. That's better somehow. Like Corey Crawford <laughs> just happened to give up five glove side goals. Cool. Tur- uh, Rask was giving them up from all over. Yeah. High, low, five hole, glove hand, like name it. And the Hawks were scoring on him. But that's the thing, man. The narratives just never, they just will not go away. No. They just the, the, the Corey Crawford narratives have been unfortunately transferred to our guy, Seth Jones. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that same no matter, energy. no matter what he's, no matter what Seth Jones does over the next eight to nine seasons, it's still going to be, he's going to have his detractors for, for whatever reasons, just like Crawford. But the fun, the cool thing about Crawford that, that like, as he got more towards the end of his career and now that he's gone, those detractors, they're very quiet. I, I mm-hmm. think that last mm-hmm. season he was here, last two seasons he was here, people really started to appreciate uh, what he was able to do here. And that made yeah. me feel good as a guy that was was beating the number 50 drum his entire career. I, I freaking love Corey Crawford. I'd love to hear from him, man. I'd love to know what he's yeah. up to, how he's doing like we know he I went think he's through. doing exactly what he wants to do yeah. I don't think Corey Crawford was ever a guy that chased the spotlight no and I, he no. doesn't want it he never craved it he just wanted to do his job win some hockey games and go home and and listen to rise against <laughs> <laughs> right yeah Ooh, among us, right? yeah seems yeah it seems like he's enjoying his life away from from hockey uh, and yeah, if there's an opportunity for him to make a Blackhawks appearance sometime soon, uh, it'd be great. But yeah, yeah we, I mean, we, it's, we it's, got a we got a facility he can make a visit at and chat for an hour and let us absolutely know exactly what he's up to. Absolutely, I, maybe I just, hey, I just maybe when the when the when the team retires his number, as we said last week. <laughs> yeah, I just wonder if he if he holds any bitterness towards the way. I I don't think the fan base was like actively in his ear, but if he just feels un, underappreciated, and I think also the way things ended were so strange. Like it was just everyone kind of assumed yeah. he'd be back, then he wasn't, then he went to New Jersey, but then didn't, and yeah. then it was yeah. just I, it's just such an unsatisfying end for a guy who deserves so much more than yeah. he got on the way out. Like everything in look yes he put the hawks in some bad spots with some poor decisions join the effing club right like how right. many guys it's an nhl goalie that's every nhl goalie to ever play the game yes and glenn hall did the same stuff in his career tony esposito did the same stuff in his career henrik lundquist all these guys they right. all gave up softies well I, even i'm talking about more like off the ice stuff like you know f- f- being drunk at a concert probably not the smartest thing in the world but no he's not alone in making off the ice mistakes, right? It was, it was an accident. It wasn't something that was egregious or uh, Mm. reckless or anything like that. And there's a lot of guys on, you know, his, his teammates uh, made a lot of bad off the ice decisions too. So, uh, you know, to hold that against him and not hold him in the same breath as some of the other guys, it's to me, it's shameful. And maybe they've offered and he just doesn't want to, maybe he's bitter about the way things ended. But, you know, I think as you see, the last regime is is completely gone. Uh, maybe he'd be a little more open minded to returning uh, if Danny Words were to reach out and say, "Hey, like, yeah, maybe. we don't feel great about the way things ended with you. Um, the people that ended it that way with you are no longer here. We'd love to give you the honor, you know, that you deserve." 
Um, and if they do ever do the, the uh, I always say the Onion Ring of Honor because of the I'm Fat podcast, and I'm so sorry. It's, just, it's ingrained <laughs> in my brain. If we want to do the Ring of Honor, uh, maybe he's the first guy that gets it. You know, I, I just think that he has been not only criminally underrated while he played in Chicago, underappreciated with his career over. Oh, yeah. and, and again, maybe it's him saying, I don't want it. I don't want heritage night i don't want one more shift i don't want any of it just let me be let me move on with my life but i i hope to i hope the hawks are reaching out to him or will and make him feel as appreciated as he should be because he's so. an all-time think, great for some of these guys especially like crawford i think the more time he spends away from it the more he's going to be like i miss it i want to be back at the building i want to i want to feel that again Whereas when you first retire, you're like, oh God, I'm so glad that's over. But then a year or two down the road, you're like, mm, man, I I I don't know. I wouldn't mind going back for a game. Yeah, could be. Could be. I I I I feel like, like you guys said, as time has gone on, uh, that he has been away from the team. I think people are realizing what he actually meant to the team uh between the pipes because um it uh it hasn't been the same. So yeah, it's uh it would be nice to see to see Corey Crawford uh, make a return um, in in any in any capacity. If he, or you know what, wasn't he at Taze's thousandth game? Uh, I believe he was. It was either the Taves or the Hosa night. He was at one of those nights. Yeah, I, I remember I think it was the Taves game because they showed him. I, I don't know if they sh- specifically showed just him on the board, but I think they showed like one of the boxes. And it was some of the former players and it was like, oh, shit, Corey's over there uh, to the side of these guys. Like it was kind of I don't think it was like a like, here's Corey. It's just kind of like, oh, Corey's here. Yeah. Background kind of thing. Yeah. He was not on the ice. Um, no, he wasn't one of the one thousand. He, assi- he wasn't an assistant <laughs> captain. Yeah. Or an alternate captain. But um, he was one of those games. I think it was the Taves game. I feel like it was either the Taves or the host night. One of those two nights he was there. I'm looking, I'm just going through Twitter to see makes an appearance in a compilation <laughs> of teammates congratulating Taves. That's a video. Yeah, he. I'm almost certain he was at that game. Yeah, I think I mean, you're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I tweeted about it. Let me see. Well, let's get him. Let's get him a back officially, man. Like it's it's time. Yeah. It's really time. It's just. I don't know. I, I I just I feel bad that he was just never given, and it's weird. Like. Why? Like, usually that sort of stuff is reserved for draft picks that busted out or free agents that didn't work out. Right. He is homegrown. He has, we talked about it last week. You look at the all-time leaderboards for the Blackhawks and goal, and he is near or at the top of all of them. I just, It's just very strange that, I think part of it was the way he played you know, he was such a positional goalie that you never saw him like doing the Dominic Hoshik, like dive desperation saves. If he made a save and it kicked away and it was to his right or to his left, it was going to be a goal, right? Yeah. In the rare case, he didn't absorb it, but I don't know. It's, it's, that should not be with two Stanley cups and being, you know, one of the all time greats in franchise history. Uh, it, he should definitely be remembered better and honored better than, than he has been. It was Taze's thousandth game. Okay. Yeah. Along with Shaw, Seabrook, Hosa, and Sharp, Adam Burrish and Corey Crawford are in the house for Taze's 1,000th game celebration just shown on the video board. One of these things is not like the other one. <laughs> Sorry. I love Adam Burrish, yeah. but get, get off that list, pal. <laughs> hey, he was an alternate captain for 
a preseason game. It yeah. might have been. Who I don't know. It still counts. What also counts is uh, doing things that are good for you and your health, good for your body, all those things that need to keep uh, keep you going, working hard. And what helps is having something that works just as hard as you do. I am talking about the fine products of Owen, spelled O-W-Y-N, standing for only what you need. It is a 100%, 100% plant-based protein shake. And uh, again, it gives you the nutrition that is going to uh, benefit you and uh, make your workouts more optimal. Uh, Owen's products are all free of artificial ingredients. They are allergen friendly and they don't contain any gluten or dairy, thus making them more easily digestible. May have heard about Owen from Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields. He follows a plant based diet. Hopefully that Owen's going to help him in uh, in. The Bears' upcoming game starting the NFL season. Owen and CHGO are partnering up right now to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off of your first purchase when you go to liveowen.com and use the promo code CHGO20. So do yourself uh, some good. Get yourself some Owen. Again, that's O-W-Y-N, only what you need. All right. We're going to wrap things up here. Hockey returns next week the tom curvers prospect showcase is here uh september 14th through the 18th games on the 16th and 18th hawks mm-hmm. and wild at fifth third arena we will be there for the games probably we will be there for lots of it hopefully we'll get some uh some guest access at the event uh but go out at, to fifth third it's free go watch yep. the games uh definitely games a good and time. games and practices uh free and open to the public yeah I'm going to do my best to be at both games. I'm, I need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm going to try and plan to be at both games. Yeah. Tap it into my veins, please. Well, that, that's <laughs> my riot fest weekend. So you guys will have to text me how the games went. Um, oh, I will. That's my last hurrah, my yearly last hurrah before hockey season starts and my social life disappears until June. That's all right. It's, it's, it's a good way to go out. All right. Everybody have a nice weekend. We'll talk to you Monday on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Mm-hmm.